This is Kathy Kruger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, we'll be talking with Linwood Burke and Lascivia Sticker about the great work of Mental Health America of Dutchess County in forging a partnership between the police officers and mental health specialists. Well, good morning, Linwood Burke. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. And Lascivia Sticker, welcome to our show. We're delighted to have you with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Good. Uh, good morning. So here's the deal. Before we talk about the partnership between Mental Health America and local police departments, tell us what first is Mental Health America of Dutchess County. What is it you do? What's it all about? Uh, MHA stands for Mental Health America of Dutchess County. Uh, we, su- we support um, individuals in the community with individual support. Uh, we provide mental health um, not so much mental health services, but connection to mental health services, connection to benefits, connection to job, education, um, families, uh, um, parenting classes, um, support groups for individuals who suffer from different mental health diagnosis, um, veteran services. We have a very, very big uh, veteran service that's here in, in Dutchess County. Um, you call it Vet to Vet. Tell vet us about vet. that. Yeah. Vet to Vet program. Yeah. What's well, that all about? The Vet to Vet program consists of uh, all veterans. Uh, they do uh, case management services, uh, like provide, you know, transportation to the vets, help them get their benefits, um, link them to doctors, as well as to counseling. And if they need um, any uh, type of mental health treatment or substance abuse um, for anybody that is a former vet. And support, they're, they're, you know, to support the, the, their veterans, so. Linwood, I was wondering, how did this program with the uh, police officers get started? It was about a year ago, I believe. Yes, our COO, Lisa Conley, uh, told me that she was getting a project with the City of Poughkeepsie Police and wanted to, to discuss it. Um, the City of Poughkeepsie Police had contacted us and wanted a mental health worker on board. They wanted someone to be at the station, able to respond to calls that were coming in, um, and to be there to support people in the community and, and take some of that off of the officers who obviously would be dealing with other things. I enjoy doing it. I, I, you know, we hope that this expands to every police station. Lachavius, you ride with the police officers, and I want to just repeat something that Linwood said, uh, that the police department reached out to you folks to have mental health professionals with you. What is what is an average patrol like for you? Well, you know, an average patrol could, you know, could be where you're dealing with a mental health crisis or it could be dealing with an accident. It could be dealing with some uh, family issues or even a disturbance. But um, sometimes the calls may not come across as a mental health call. But once you go there and you start talking to the parties and you realize that one of them have a, a mental health issue. And, and a lot of times they'd rather talk to me instead of the police. Now, is this an outgrowth of, of a certain community police uh, relationship problems that we've heard about across the country, especially involving, uh, you know, mental health uh, people who are in stress? Is that what we're, we're trying to be proactive here? That's correct. Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I believe that, you know, we are not blind to what we see, what's what's out there. We hear it in the news and, and the different things that go on. And this is something, I mean, I think we all can agree. This is uh, much needed. In the yeah, we're, we're yes. kind of behind the eight ball, per se, when it comes to that. So we're trying to trying to catch up. But I think this is a this is a positive step. Um, 
and I hope other people, like I said, I hope other stations grasp onto it. Right. Now, when you mentioned uh, the shave is that people might want to talk to you rather than a police officer. Are you just in plain civilian clothes and you're not in any kind of uniform? I'm in uh, plain clothes. I do have a uh, vest on that identify myself uh, that is different color from the police officers and um, letting them know that, you know, uh, I'm a mental health worker instead of a uh, police officer. Do you find that the people that you're dealing with are more open and receptive to talking to you rather than a police officer at, at first or during the, your encounter? I mean, it's been different situations where they are, uh, you know, want to rather speak to me than a police officer. But mm-hmm. there's times where they don't even want to speak to me either. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, so you, you get it both ways, you know. But these are people who want to be heard one way or the other. They do want someone to to listen to them, correct? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the most important part is just listening to, to them and let them go ahead on and tell you what's, you know, what's the issue and, and you trying to help them and give them solutions. And a lot of times they feel like everybody's against them and nobody can help them. So yeah. how's just, the- yeah, how successful how successful has the program been? I mean, have you been able to help people out or is it sometimes just they just don't want to be helped or just too far gone into their illness to be helped? Well, at times, yes, there has been times where we're able to link them to services and it's been very successful. But we do get issues or times where they decline and they're not ready for the service. But that doesn't mean they stop there. You know, we continue if we see them again or we make follow phone calls, but we don't harass them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we just never see them. And we're Let find, them know you're there for them. Right. And we're yeah. going to find out more about this great program from our two terrific guests, Linwood Burke and Lashavia Sticker of Mental Health America of Dutchess County, right after Kathy Gruber tells us who's there for Radio Rotary by being our sponsors this week. Our sponsors this week are Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction Realty, Third Eye Associates, Leo Katie's Ford, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmo, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Manuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111-338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. 
You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on their web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. I wonder who that is, honey. Hugs with family. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. I miss you so much, Grandpa. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasa. My usual co-host, Sarah Conlon-Flater, is away. But we have the producer, Ms. Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this interview. Yeah. Uh, After all, you are the producer, which makes you the boss. (laughs) I wouldn't say no to the boss. But we have two (laughs) terrific guests that Kathy has lined up for us. Linwood Burke and Lashavia Sticker of Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We're talking about the new partnership between MHA and the Poughkeepsie City Police Department. So, uh, gentlemen, welcome back, Linwood. Good to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you. And Lasavius, uh, nice to have you back with us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. But I just want to mention one thing. Yes. yes. Not the Poughkeepsie Police, but the Beacon Police Department yes. as well. Oh, ah, oh that's great. Okay, oh, both. Terrific. That's yeah, wonderful. Double. Double good stuff. Perhaps you'll be able to expand us to the other police departments around the county. 
right? Hopefully. Hopefully. That'd be great. All yeah. right. So I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. Obviously the program's successful if you now have two police departments picking it up. Yeah. So for those yeah. who may have tuned in late, first of all, tell us what is MHA, Mental Health America of Dutchess County, and what is the partnership that you forged with these two police departments? Okay, uh, MHA stands for Mental Health of America of Dutchess County. And what it is is uh, the uh, police department um, had contacted uh, MHA because they would like to have a mental health worker at the police station. Um, they contacted the COO, which is uh, Lisa Conley. And um, the program started out in Poughkeepsie first uh, back in August of uh, 2020 with um, Linwood Burke. Um, he goes out on calls, um, mental health calls, and, you know, out into the community, doing community outreach, linking his, uh, services to uh, people that are in need and want to help. So, Linwood, let me ask you a question. You're out there in the field, but you are not a police officer, correct? No, not a, I am not a police officer. All right. So, you know, you may come upon a disturbed person who has a knife or a gun, gun right. uh, whether he's threatening himself, threatening himself threatening others or threatening you how do you cope with that uh well first uh you know you have to go in with a, with a cool calm head right mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. need to understand that uh, that the people that we're coming across and that are in these situations it's probably uh one of the worst times right yeah. it's something that's going on um so the last thing that we want to do is go in and dismiss what they're going through um, so we go in, uh, um, myself officers, of course, the officers make sure that it's safe enough for me to, to be able to have this conversation with this individual. All right. Um, so you're with the police officers. I want to yep, stress that, yep. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With the it's a team. Officers. It's a team. Right. Okay. Yes, the team. Anytime that there's, especially a situation where, uh, the, the individual could be violent, um, could be looking to harm himself or someone else. Uh, I would never go alone. It, yeah. It's right. It's, done with officers um they make sure it's safe we go in and and we did de-escalate the situation that mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to um speaking to the person finding out what we can do to help them and and a lot of times people just want to be heard they want to, they want somebody to understand that they're going through things they want to know you know uh what can what can you possibly do to help me i hear that a lot what can you do to help me lynn what what do you what, do you, what can mha do we have a slew of resources and not just mha but in the county and, and just like Lachavis does in Beacon, I do in Poughkeepsie, we link these people to these services. If it's a gentleman, uh, uh, a female, whoever, and, uh, like you said before, has a weapon or something like that, the officers would make sure that we were safe. You know, um, there's been situations where, where we had to, had to speak to a gentleman and, and de-escalate de the situation. The gentleman had knives. Mm -hmm. um, it, was, it was pretty, it was, it was a hectic time, but this guy was at a point where he was just ready to give up. Uh, myself, the officers, we were able to have a conversation. We were able to find out what he was looking for, exactly what was the reason uh, that this was happening at that time. At the end, uh, the gentleman threw the knives down. He sat, he spoke. We were able to get him up to, to the hospital to, to get some help. Um, you know, that's a terrific uh, success right. story. Yeah. Uh, you know, longtime listeners know that I got my start in law enforcement and the criminal justice system about 50 years ago as a police officer before I became a prosecutor. And um, we were taught in the police academy. We had these little mock chats with somebody who was going to sort himself off a bridge or, or was you know, threatening a, a small child. It was all play acting. But we, they stressed with us even back then, even 50 years ago in the police academy. 
talking and listening were the first yes. two things you, you had to do yeah, yeah, right? to, to, yeah. to keep the situation important. calm. So we, we heard from Lindenwood about one of his uh, uh, successes. Uh, Lasavius, do you also go in the field and do things like that? Yes, uh, I'm in the field. I ride with an officer every day, um, whether it's I go with them on all calls, whether it's a uh, mental health call or not. I'm there. And and some call might not come across as a mental health call. Uh-huh. But when you get there, it will develop into a prime mental health issue. And so you're getting every day on the job training is what you're yes. getting. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Every day is a different day. You right. Know yeah. I mean? It has been one situation. Um, we got a call of a young female. She was uh, having a mental uh, emotional breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm there along with several officers. We went in there, we found her, you know, she was on the floor crying. She didn't want to talk to anyone, saying everybody against uh. her and nobody could help her and why her. So um, in between me, myself and the other officers, we was able to um, get her to, to talk to us. Uh, I mean, she didn't even want to lift her head up, didn't want to show her face wow. in yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I got down there at her level and let her know that we're here to help. Um, as well as me, I'm not an officer, but I'm here as a mental health worker and um, I can help her get the services that she needs. And we were able to get her to um, get up, talk to us, got her some water. And she was able to uh, go to the hospital on her own without even getting to uh, where the police had to use any type of force mm. or have force to go to the hospital. That's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. That's definitely a win. Now, has, has the pressure of COVID, the isolation of COVID, has that increased the, the call on your services? That, that, that put a lot more people over the edge? Well, yes. Yes, yes, it has. And then, you know, there's some that, of course, they don't think about COVID, think it's not there. They don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you do have a lot. There were a lot more calls in the beginning. Of, uh, you know, because isolation, people right. just want to get out. And, and what just, about, yeah, and what about drug abuse? Uh, um, I mean, do you ever come across somebody who's so strung out that you just can't talk to them or you can't talk yeah. them down? Does that happen? Linwood? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I would say I, I come across that often. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. And, and like Lachavius was saying, with the whole COVID, that just, you know, we have individuals that were that were engaged in treatment. Um, you were seeing someone on a regular basis. You were talking to someone. COVID came, places right. shut down. Now you have people trying to do this via phone, via Zoom, via whatever. Yeah. It's, that, that doesn't it's work. not the same. No. Yes, that, that doesn't work at all. Um, yeah. You know, so, but, but we're trying to do what we can do. Right. right. We're going to find out more about the great work of Linwood Burke and Lashavius Dicker through Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the local police departments right after these messages. So stay tuned. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- Five seven five two 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 one six. You're listening to ninety two point nine and ninety six point five WBPM, and there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Leo Katie's Ford is the home of great car deals for you. Whether it's the workhorse F one hundred and fifty pickup, the exciting new all electric Mustang Mach E, or the family friendly Fusion, Leo Katie's Ford has the car for you. Leo Katie's Ford is conveniently located on Route ninety four in Warwick. Your next car is just a call away at Leo Katie's Ford, 888-474-2906. That's 888-474-2906. Remember, cars cost less at Katie's. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught millions of people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. Find out what an impact one person can make. Learn about Rotary at rotary.org. Welcome back to the third part of Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and with me is my co-host, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi there, Jonah. And we have two excellent guests, Linwood yes, Burke do. and the Shavius Dicker of Mental Health America of Dutchess County. And they're talking about the partnership they have uh, forged with uh, two police departments. And um, Lucavius, uh, one is the city of P- uh, Poughkeepsie Police, correct? Yes, that's correct. And the other is the city of Beacon Police, right? That is correct, yes. Okay, so uh, who came first, Poughkeepsie or Beacon? Who do we give credit to? Poughkeepsie came first. Okay. Well, I think Lisa deserves a lot of credit because she's the one yes, that thought this whole program up, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. the one that, uh, that runs this and, uh, you know, she she's she's great. She looks out for us. Support and, is there. Yeah, the support is through the roof. Um, wow. So just for those may have tuned in late, uh, Linwood, tell us again what it is that you do with the police officers on a day-to-day basis? Uh, well, I, I work, um, I am an MHA employee, but I work out of the city of Poughkeepsie Police Station. Uh, I go out on mental health calls that come through the station. Um, I community outreach, there's days I'll, I'll go out and just speak to people that I know that are out there to try mm. to connect them to services uh, locally or you know anywhere in the county because MHA is uh, covers Dutchess County. And Lasavius, um, you you ride all the time whether you get called out or not, right? Because there's always a possibility that when they get there, they find a mental health issue, right? Yes, that's correct. Now, I, I, have- I ride every day with an officer every day, and um, I'm with them on all calls. Um, if it's a mental health call, then of course they make sure that the I'm, everything is safe before I go in. But if it's not a mental health call, I'm just there. I could be there for someone, a car accident, who might need some support. Right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I can provide that as well. How do, you, how do they determine what a mental health call is? Well, a call might come across as um, a disturbance call. Okay. You know, it could be uh, uh, two neighbors arguing or it could be uh, uh, um, a family arguing. Uh, uh-huh. Let me give you one example. Whereas uh, a call came across, it was a dispute between two family members. Okay, um, we responded to the call, me and uh, 
couple of officers, and it was a mother-daughter dispute. Um, the mother had taken the daughter keys from her. She was 18 years old. It was her car, and she didn't want her to go anywhere. So we find out that the mother has a mental illness. Oh, okay. So the mother didn't want to talk to the officers. She talked to me. I was able to get her get, to give the keys to the daughter mm-hmm. without any incident. Uh, Lasavius, when you go out, do you have a special uniform, a, you know, a special well, jacket yes, or something? Are you in civilian clothes? I'm in civilian clothes, but I do have a vest. Okay, My vest, yes. you know, it's totally different color from theirs. You know, it's gray and it says MHA and behavioral health specialist on it. So they immediately recognize that, OK, I'm not a police officer. OK, because uh, it's all across my chest of who I am, as well as face masks as well. Mm-hmm. My face mask says it as well. MHA mm-hmm. on my face mask. So um, there's been times where people just recognize it. Oh, you're the mental health worker. Yes, I am. OK. So, you know, it yeah. takes a special kind of person to do what you two gentlemen are doing. Um, what got you interested in this kind of work, Linwood? Um, to be honest, I. I I, I don't, there was nothing specific. I, uh, I started in the mental health field back in the nineties, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually Anderson school. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. We love the Anderson school. Yes. That's, what, that's where, where I, where it all started for me. And, uh, I don't know. It's just what I, I think, like you said, it's not for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. so you kind of find your way. And, and I always tell people you get into this field, you'll know if it's for you within the first probably two to three weeks. Yeah. Um, and really depending on where you're at in the field. So that, that was my start and, and it just continued and, and to end up here, you know, I, I never thought it would happen like this, but this, this is great. Um, you know, and Lachavis actually, he's, Lachavis is actually the one that got me over to MHA. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's find out what got Lachavis in. <laughs> yeah, what got you interested in it? What got you interested in Lachavis? Well, um, same here. I had started out way back in, in, in the 90s, and I actually had started out at Greystone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, Greystone, of course, through my career, um, I worked at IBM and other businesses, you know, and end up you know, coming right back to where I started mm-hmm. in this field here. Um, so that's that's what 20 plus years later, I end up coming back into this field. So, now, um, yeah, if folks at home want more information about this terrific program between Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the uh, Beacon and Poughkeepsie Police Departments, uh, is there any information on the Mental Health America website for that? Uh, I believe they go to the MHA, um, Duchess MHA Duchess org. org. Yeah. Uh, right. And there's also there's a website. There's a Facebook page. Um, and I and I believe both uh, police stations. If you go to their their oh. social media platform, they they have the information out there as well. Right. So folks, don't get a pencil and paper. I have our two terrific guests, Linwood Burke and Lashavia Sticker. Repeat that uh, website before uh, the close of the show, Kathy. Okay. Yes, I. You know, I think. Just talking to you, one of the, the the most important qualifications it seems like to have your job is is to be patient and have the ability to listen, and just be calming to these people yes. who need to just tell you, this is what I'm going through right now. I need somebody else to listen to to what I what my what my problem is and what my needs might be at this point in time. And it and sounds like. And if you think about it, isn't that all of us, right? Yes, right. you're very Absolutely. right. Yes. We just need somebody to listen to what we need to say. Yeah. And, and then you throw 
you throw mental health on top of that. You throw addiction on top of that. Homelessness on top of that. Right. Oh, homelessness. Right. You and know, I, I isolation. Mean, isolation. Yeah, I, I can, now, you know, when you work closely with somebody on a day to day basis or who are in two different professions, everyone's eyes are opened up to what's happening on the other side of the fence. Have you yeah. found that out with the police department? Has the police department have a better respect for what you guys do and you have a better respect yeah. for what they do? Yes, I have definitely found that out. Um, working with the police department, now I see how they go through and how they feel. A lot mm-hmm. of people immediately want to say blame the police for something and, and, and I see exactly what they're talking about. For example, if someone's walking down the street, right, and a police officer go over and start you know, talking to this guy, someone might come out. They only know that part. They don't right. know that person maybe committed a crime. Okay. And that, okay, we, they, we found the police found him and now they question him. They, they just get the last part. They don't, maybe they don't even know that maybe he's a, a rapist of some sort, mm-hmm. but they want to accuse the police of all oh, harassing another person mm-hmm. or something like that. But they don't know the background, the, the history of what led to that. You know, so they take a lot of bad rep sometimes. And, and I see that. And as a civilian on the other side, and I see where they come from as well. So with us working there, the police department, it's giving them a better understanding of, you know, the outside where civilians come. And it's giving us a better understanding where they're coming from. And the partnership has been wonderful. Yeah. Well, I, I want to thank both of you uh, for the partnership you've developed between uh, mental health the professionals and the police and for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Uh, Linwood Burke and Lashavia Sticker of Mental Health America of Dutchess County. Give us the website one more time. MHADuchess.org. And they also have a Facebook page as well as the uh, Beacon Police and the City of Poughkeepsie Police. Thank you for everything, gentlemen, you yes, do to make Dutchess so County much. a better place to live. Oh, and Kathy, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, guess who sponsors us this week? I don't know. Mental Health America of Dutchess County. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wellkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Plato will be back with us soon, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebwasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org.